All right, real quick, people, before we get into today's show, we've just released a new course, Periodization for Periods, all around how to train women around their monthly cycle, and we've got it on special. If you're interested, click the link in the show notes. You are now listening to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers can learn how to grow their bootcamp and social media. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bootcamp Blueprint, the place where personal trainers go to grow their business. I'm super excited because we have an absolute rock star this week from the other end of the globe in sunny California over there. A little bit about this person. She's actually a former high school teacher, high school maths teacher, I believe. And she went from being a high school teacher to, to moving into corporate sales. But what's more impressive than just high school teacher to corporate sales is she went from a high school teacher to being ranked number one in the country or in the nation for sales in a big corporate sales company. So this person knows a thing or two about sales. From there, got into health coaching. So she knows the health side of things as well. And is also now a sales coach for health professionals. So I'm super excited to hear what she has to say. So let me introduce, without further ado, the one and only Ms. Nicole Kramer. Nicole, how are you? Awesome. I am so great. And I really appreciate that introduction and the opportunity to be on here with you. Awesome. I'm super excited myself. Hey, Nicole, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Have you got one for us? I do. I have so many. Um, I think one of the ones that that has resonated a lot with me lately is when you know better, do better. Um, it just speaks to me on so many levels and I really feel it, it allows me to give myself some great with, you know, mistakes and, and doing things that don't necessarily pan out. And I just remind myself when you know better, do better. Yes. Love that one myself, actually. Now, Nicole, you've got quite a cool story. Nicole was mentioning to, uh, I had a quick chat to Nicole beforehand. I wish I almost got that on record. That that five, 10 minutes that, that you told me, Nicole, that was the most inspiring sales story I've ever heard. So uh, what, I, what I was hoping, we've got about 25, 30 minutes on this podcast. Is it okay if you share that journey with my audience? Just how you went from being yeah. a high school maths teacher to being ranked number one in the nation yeah, for sales, definitely. And teaching other health coaches how to do that. I'm happy for you to start wherever you want to start, take as long as you want to take. We'll obviously, you know, um, drop a few hints there and there. So the listeners are like, great. Not only is this an inspiring story, but hey, I'm going to get better from sales just from listening to this here. Is that cool? Are you happy just to take us away and start where you want to start? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. So I um, had always been interested in sales and it was something that I kind of told myself that, you know, I, it was too late to switch careers and I was too old to do it. And I didn't know if I'd be any good at it. So I had all the reasons why I shouldn't do it, which ultimately you either have the life you want or you have a list of reasons why not. And, uh, and, and once I realized that I was the only one that was keeping me from really achieving, you know, what I wanted to do in life, I started looking into options with different companies that, you know, might hire me to be a sales executive. And I learned very early on that I had to know somebody or I had to have experience. So I hit a couple of um, dead ends in my attempts to venture into the the world of sales. And um, I had some great interviews, but at the end of the interview, whoever the hiring manager was would say, you know, I I think you're great. I think you nailed it, but 
I can't justify to my boss why I should hire the teacher versus the 89 people internally who want this position. So I just kept, kept coming up against resistance. And I had a friend from childhood and he and I grew up together. I'd known him forever. And he came to me and said, why are you trying all these companies? I told you I'd hire you. I'm a sales manager. Come work for me. I said, okay, I'll think about it. And he said, what do you mean you'll think about it? This is what you're trying to do. And I said, okay, let me, let me just think. And, uh, you know, through, through the process of him selling me on the position, he said, I'm moving back home to the place where we grew up. You need to let me hire you before I go. So I knew he had created this sense of urgency. And I knew that was my opportunity because all these other attempts at me getting a sales career had not worked out. And I knew even without experience that he would hire me because he knew me, he'd known me my whole life. And he thought that, Hey, I know this girl. She's got the skills that it takes. So when he created that sense of urgency, it put the pressure on me. And I decided mid-year to leave my teaching job and accept the position. And again, it was kind of funny how he did it because he fake interviewed me. Um, he invited me to lunch to talk to me about the position. And in addition to he and I being at that lunch, he also invited the hiring manager. And he didn't tell me who that person was. He just said it was his friend. And I talked the entire lunch about football and England. I had just gotten back from a trip to England and I love college football. And at the end of that hour long lunch, I left, my friend Jared left and he called me and he said, Hey, Phil said, you're a no brainer. I said, I don't even know what that means. And he said, Oh, I didn't tell you Phil's the hiring manager. And I said, Oh my God, you just let me talk about football in England the whole time. Why would you do that? And he said, I know it was perfect. So that was my first introduction to what sales was really all about. Because I, I thought I should be talking about sales if I was sitting in front of someone that, that was gonna hire me. Hmm. But I didn't know anything about sales. He let me show my personality and be who I was in front of this person so that person could see who I was without me being nervous or feeling like I needed to talk about something that I didn't know. So cut to about two months later, I accepted the position. Here I am in my very first week of starting this brand new corporate sales job. I have no idea what I'm doing. That same hiring manager took me into his office. He said, Nicole, I know you're nervous about starting this job. I know you're excited about it. I know you feel like you need to know a lot about sales in order to get started. But let me just tell you the number one thing you need to remember about sales. People are not going to buy from you because you have the best prices, because you have the best equipment, because you have the best packages. They're not going to buy from you because you have the best of anything. They're going to buy from you because they like you. Yes. It might be true you have the best prices. It might be true you have the most expensive prices. None of that is going to matter because ultimately they're going to buy from you because they like you. And if you remember that, you will be successful at sales. That was the Love very that. first piece of sales advice that I got. And it is the absolute number one reason why I became so successful. Yes. So I feel can very I, fortunate in that very first week that he pulled me into his office and told me that. Can I, um, can I just add to that there and say, I agree a hundred percent and mm -hmm. Anyone listening there, yeah. that's rule of sales number one. It's not, okay, how can I, you know, number be one. the best closer or how can I handle the best objections or how can I be the smoothest talker? It's, hey, mm -hmm. if I'm likable, people will buy from me. And I'm, I'm guilty of that all the time. You know, I'll yeah. go into it, even just a shop, you know, if I'm going to buy some mm -hmm. pair of shoes and the sales mm -hmm. assistant is an asshole, I'm not going to buy that pair of shoes. Not because I don't like the shoes. I didn't like the person trying to sell it to me. And then same the other way as well. You know, if I walk into a sales right. store and I like the salesperson, I'm going to be more likely to buy. And that could be that same pair of shoes, but depending on yep. whether I buy them or not comes down to how much I like that person, not how they handled my objections or how they right. closed me. So I, I love that there. Right. But 
continue. I just wanted to agree with you. Totally. Well, I would venture to say, just piggybacking on your story, that you would also be willing to probably pay more for those shoes if you really like that salesperson. I agree with that too. Mm -hmm. It was something that really was a, a big lesson for me to understand that the price really doesn't matter. Everybody's going to say price is important. Everybody's going to use price as their objection or their excuse. But ultimately, we've all paid more for something than we thought we would pay because we liked the person selling it to us. And I would challenge anybody to think back to a time where it's happened to them because I'm sure it has. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the best piece of advice I ever could have gotten. It was the very first piece of advice, my first week that I was in there. And right after that meeting in his office, I went into my very first meeting with my sales team. And I was so naive and green and new to everything. And I sat down and they said, why did you leave a 15 year teaching career to go to sales? And I said, because I want to be number one in the nation. And I said it in such a, you know, like excited Pollyanna kind of way. And I had this whole sales team of like eight people who are sales veterans who've been doing this for years and years kind of look at me and go, oh, that's cute. That's really cute. And I said, well, why is that? Why is everybody laughing? Is that funny? And they said, do you know how hard it is to be number one in the nation? And I said, well, I don't know. I've never done it, but I'm going to figure it out. And that was pretty much my, my declaration right there. I just said, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And I was very fortunate that a lot of those people not only were very competent at sales, but also very kind to me and allowing me to ride along. And I just became a sponge. I was like, I'll learn whatever I can. Just teach me anything, you know, what's made you great. Um, so it took me a year and a half and I did it. In a year and a half, I became the best in the nation in my company with the most revenue. I now still stand as the account executive who's made the most revenue ever in the history of my company. Um, and I did that for two years in a row. I was number one in the nation for two years in a row. And I can't say that it was all me because I was very fortunate to have some great people who, like I said, allowed me to ride along with them. They taught me what they knew. Um, but what I learned early on too, it wasn't about, there's no formula. It wasn't about taking something that somebody else did and repeating it. It was about learning how they did what they, what they did and then using that to come up with my own process. My own skills and abilities are going to speak to things differently than maybe theirs do, but I took as many things that I could and pieced it together and found my own system that worked well for me. So I just took a little bit from each person and, uh, and, and put it together. And ultimately that number one sales tip that I already gave is the thing that I stuck to most often that it doesn't matter if I have the perfect proposal. It doesn't matter if I have the perfect equipment or the perfect solution. What matters is that they like me and they trust me to come up with the solution that meets their needs. And that's really the be all to end all for me with sales. Um, the thing that is funny to me now is now that I have six years in, I, I look at sales a lot differently. And when I first started, it really was about competition. And that's why I was like, I want to be number one in the nation. I'm glad I became number one in the nation. I, you know, I accomplished the goal that I set out to do, but it was really a competition for me when I started. And now it's about two things. The most important two things that, that sales is all about. Number one, building relationships. Number two, serving people. That's what it boils down to. Can you build relationships? Can you earn their trust? And once you earn their trust, you have the right to make a recommendation. And that recommendation is how you serve them. And serving them is really what they want. They want you to take away their pain points. They want you to solve their problems for them. 
and that's what you're doing in sales. Wow. Love that story. And I've got so many takeaways there. Are you cool if I just summarize some of the takeaways mm-hmm. I got from that for my listeners? Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Now I've got a few here now, and we, we might even go a bit deeper in one, but we've already touched on, Hey, we've got to make sure that we're likable. We've got to make sure that we get the prospect to like us. Otherwise they're never going to buy from us. Mm-hmm. And I think that even comes down to the no formula thing you mentioned is one of your points there because you've got to be authentic, right? Mm -hmm. Like Nicole's a sales coach. Mm -hmm. She could give you a word by word script on what she says in her sales calls. And that's great. And I'm sure it'll help you make sales. But what will probably be better is if you looked at Nicole's sales script and said, okay, this is really, really good. I understand the process behind it. How can I put my own spin on it? To, so I'm more authentic because the second you're inauthentic, the prospect's mm-hmm. going to see through that, right? But if you know what you're doing and you can put your own spin totally. on it, that's going to help you become likable. So I think that was important. I like how you made the yep. declaration as well. Yep. And how Nicole said, hey, I'm going to be number one in the country. Mm-hmm. And everyone's different, right? I'm the same. i got huge dreams. And I had a similar goal myself. I was working mm-hmm. at a boot camp franchise at the time mm-hmm. and there were 75 different locations across Australia and New Zealand. And I made that goal. I was like, Hey, I want to be ranked number one in the franchise. And you know, same sort of story within 12 months mm-hmm. I was. And then from there I was like, Hey, I want to be the best boot camp instructor yeah. in the world. So if you set those, make those declarations, set those goals, you're going to be more likely to hit them. But even if you yeah. don't, you're going to put in the effort and get freaking right. close. So if you're listening to this and you're a personal trainer, hey, set yep. one of those. Hey, I want to have the busiest boot camp in the area. Yep. Hey, I want to be the busiest personal trainer yep. in the gym. Hey, I want to charge the most for my services. Yep. Whatever, your, whatever your goal is, make that declaration there, which I love. And also the sponge. Yep. Like yep. This is the common theme, right? On this podcast, I essentially just interview a whole heap of different successful people. And the common thread is all is just the, the sponge. It's just, it's who you hang around. Like you can only get so much information on your own. Like you're only so creative. You're only so smart. Mm-hmm. You can only get so far on your own. But if you can surround yourself with people that are better than you, that's going to help get you there yep. further and faster. And it's just about having an, an open mind a lot of the time. Like if you think you know it all, I guarantee you, you don't and you're dead in the water there. If you just go in with an open mind, all right, hey, this mm-hmm. person's making a few more sales than me. Maybe they know something that I don't. Let me see if I can find that out. Hey, right. this personal trainer or this health coach right. is a little bit busier than me. They obviously know something. Like, I think you've got two choices. You can either put it down to luck, which is probably not the best way to do it. You can say, mm-hmm. oh, that person just got lucky. Or you can be like, mm-hmm. eh, they probably know something that I don't. Let me find out what that thing is. And just, uh, just something to the, the audience here, my bit of feedback, I'm always about education and I think you can get free education. I think you can pay for education. You can mm-hmm. do both. Um, there's very often something for nothing though. So if I think you go into, you might have some um, you know, coworkers and friends and they can help you out. That's great. But usually I find this a bit of a return as well. So mm-hmm. I often don't say, hey, just don't just you know, go and approach someone and say, hey, tell me everything you know, and then you don't give any value back, right? It's often works right. well if you can help both ways. You help them, right. and they help you. That might be a money thing. Yep. If you're a trainer, hey, and someone's good at sales, you might be able to train them for free or plenty of different options there. So I, they were my yeah. biggest takeaways. Oh, sorry. Totally. Also, when you went into the relationship yeah. and the, the serving people. So I love relationships, especially for the long-term game. 
because you may be able to make a sale off the bat to start with, but if you can make a relationship, that's a long-term commitment. And that's actually how I go into every sales call myself. I go in before I call that, Hey, I wonder if this person's going to be a lifelong friend of mine after I close this sale and keep helping that person. Mm -hmm. So I like that. And then the servicing, like that's a big mental switch. That's probably, I think the, the biggest line in the sand where successful salespeople look at themselves as helping the person. Hey, I really want to help this person reach their goal. So I'm going to make sure that I sell my program, which is going to help that person reach their goal. People that aren't that successful for sales are like, Ooh, I feel bad taking money from this person. Right. And if you go from that mindset there you're never going to make it. And there's plenty of different reasons why you're in that mindset. And we may get to them. We may not. There's you know many different things there. But I think that's the difference. If you look at sales like, right. oh, you know, I'm taking money from someone. Either you don't love your program or you don't mm-hmm. believe in yourself and you're probably not going to make many sales. But if you right. look at it like, I can't wait right. to help this person, it's, it's a different game. So I love those there. But yep. continue because I believe your story gets right. better. Did you, did you get a bonus and that changed your life? Did I hear that story correctly? I did. I did. So I had some personal goals that I set and, um, I was kind of in a bad spot when I left teaching in terms of like, uh, just, you know, I had some ideas around what it would take to make me happy. And and I was in debt and I didn't make great money as a teacher. And I knew that I had an opportunity going into sales to monetize my skills and abilities. And my number one goal besides being number one in the nation was to get myself out of debt. And once I did that, and once I got my first bonus check, I said, the very first thing that I'm going to buy for myself before I get a new car, before I get anything, the first thing I'm going to do is invest in myself to become a health coach. Um, It was so important to me for so many reasons. I had my own personal health journey that really led me down a path and I created my own personal transformation that just, I changed my lifestyle and it changed my entire life. And through, through those, those transformations and those changes that I made, I, I learned that there was such a thing as, as a health coach. And I didn't know that that was a profession. And I set that as my goal, that once I got myself out of debt and once I made the money to do it, that I would sign up for my health coaching program. And that was the very first thing I bought for myself with my first bonus check. And uh, it was a year-long program. And I had already done my own personal transformation and I had started helping people through just them seeing my personal, tra- what, this is a sales tip too, um, especially for all the personal trainers and the people that, that are in your audience, people want to buy a better version of themselves. Mm. And when they see it happening in you, they want to jump on board. They want to be a part of that. They see what you've done for yourself and they want that same thing for themselves. So as I was making my own personal transformations, people were asking me, how are you doing this? What did you do? Why do you feel so much better? Why are you in a good mood all the time? And I started helping people. And then when I found out that was an actual profession that I could help people full time as a health coach, that's when I set my goal and said, once I get myself out of debt and I make my first bonus check, I am going to become a health coach. So that's what I did. Signed up for the training program and it took a year to do it. And uh, last January, I graduated as a, um, as a full-time health coach. Awesome. Now, I just there's a few ways we can go from here. I just want to summarize a few little things I found there, and then we'll go into a bit more on health coaching. Mm-hmm. So another takeaway I took there is just belief. So part of the reason why Nicole's so successful mm-hmm. in what she does 
is she just believes in it. Like she's had that transformation herself. She understands the power of, hey, this health thing, it can change your life. I'm so passionate about it. I can't wait to share this message to the masses. And I think that's important with every salesperson. If you don't believe in what you're selling, you're going to suck at selling it. No matter how, you know, what, what clothes you use, yep. what objection you handle, if you don't believe in it, it's, that's what gives sales a bad name, right? So if you're listening to this and you're selling something that you don't believe in, my tip is change your program around so you do believe in it or you're not going to make any sales. So that's pretty much the only thing there. So I love that. And I, I love that totally. people want to be a better totally. version of themselves because it forces you to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if you're in the health and fitness side of things, if you're mm-hmm. a slob, eh, you know, you're probably not going to get many clients. And right. I'm not saying you need to be the, the, the fittest, the most ripped with a six pack. Right. You don't need to be that either. You just need to be a better version mm-hmm. than the person that's below you, just a little bit better. So I love that there. And right. also right. just the point I want to push on how important sales is. So Nicole's been able to design the life she wants to design because she's good at selling. And it goes back to a, an earlier quote she said where mm-hmm. you either have the life you want or a list of reasons why you don't. Nicole wanted to get out of debt and the way she was able to do it is because she's good at selling, right? Nicole wanted to be a health coach. The way she was able to get the money to do it was because she was good at selling, right? And now that she's a health coach, she can be successful as a health coach because she knows how to sell. So I just want to stress there the importance yeah. of selling. You've got to obviously be great at what you do. You've got to believe in what you do. That's fine. But you need to be good at, well, not you need to, but if you're good at sales, you can do whatever you want in life and, and sky's the limit. If you're not good at sales, you're always going to be dependent totally. on someone else paying you. So I just wanted to push how important it is there. Now, I believe you were, you were quite successful yeah. as a sales, well, you were quite successful health coach because you were able to sell. And now you also teach other health coaches mm-hmm. how to do the same. And you've been very successful in that as well. So yeah. what I was hoping you could do, Nicole, my audience is all personal trainers. So it's going to be similar to health coaches with the clientele they get and the objections and the... Uh, the reason it's going to be very similar. So I was hoping in the next sort of five, 10 minutes, you could just unload with us, just whatever tips you've got. And we can go both ways. We can say what you've found selling, like let's say when you're selling your health services to a prospect, what you've found has been very successful and helpful and how you've um, been able to sell a lot there. And then if we can also spend a few minutes the other way and say, now that you're coaching all these health professionals, how to sell their services, what you've found there and what the problem is with most health professionals and how, to, how they can overcome their problems. Is that cool? If we spend maybe five minutes on each one of those topics. Mm-hmm. Totally. totally. Awesome. Let's start the yep. just direct selling, you know, let's go back to now. You're just selling your health mm-hmm. coach services not to the, the other health coaches, just to someone that wants to improve their health. What tips can you give us there? Mm-hmm. Well, I think you brought one up just a couple minutes ago, and it's one of my favorites. Um, I'm going to say it in a little bit different way, but you said you've got to believe in what you're selling. And, and the way I like to say it is, if you're not convinced, you can't convince. Mm. So sales isn't really about convincing someone. It's about serving them. But ultimately, if you're not convinced you can help them, then neither are they. You've got to have a strong belief and the confidence to believe in your skills and abilities to get them where they need to go. And if you don't believe that, like you said earlier, they will feel that energy. 
that's going to come out of you and they will feel it. And ultimately, they're not going to have the trust in your ability to help them solve the problems that they're looking to solve. So you've got to be convinced. And, um, you know, it's, it, we all have our ups and downs and, and we all have things that, that challenge us at times. And none of us, like you said, none of us are perfect. And the expectation is not to be perfect. Um, nobody's buying from a fat personal trainer. They want to see somebody who's, who's fit, but that does not mean you have to be a perfect personal trainer or that you have to do everything perfectly all the time. So yes, hold yourself to, to, you know, some standards, but, but really make sure that you know and have a belief in what it is that you can do for other people and they will believe it as well. Yes. The, the first person you need to sell is yourself, right? Like if you don't believe you can do it, why the hell is anyone else going to believe in you mm-hmm. that you can do it? So I, I love that there. What about, right. so now that you work with right. a lot of health coaches, what problems do you see with mm-hmm. them when they're trying to sell something and they not good at selling, even though they may be a good health coach, do you see any common threads or common mm-hmm. problems there? Cause that might be some of my listeners. They might listen to this Hey, that's great. I, I think I'm a great trainer. I definitely believe I can do what I do. But when I get on the phone call with that person, mm-hmm. for some reason, I just can't close or I don't know what to say or, you know, I, they'll come down for a free session. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the session, I can't make the sale or whatever it may be. Do you see any common threads mm-hmm. with the health coaches that mm-hmm. struggle with sales and any tips on how they can overcome them? Yep. Yep. I would say the number one challenge for everybody that I've worked with is the conversation around price of their services. Everybody becomes a little bit insecure and a little bit worried about if I say how much my services cost, are they going to immediately object to it? Are they going to immediately tell me no? That energy that you're feeling around the pricing of your package is also felt by the person you're trying to sell it to. So if you're not comfortable with it, they're not going to be either. So one of the things you really need to do is become very comfortable with what it is that you are selling and the benefits and results that they'll get from working with you. And it's not about the price. As we said earlier, it's people are not going to buy from you because you have the lowest prices. They're not going to buy from you because you have the best package. They're going to buy from you because they like you. And I like to, to have the discussion with my clients that I work with uh, between cash value and use value. The cash value of your service is one thing. That's, that's the price. The use value is what, is what are your services? What are the benefits and the results that you will deliver? going to do for that person to change their life. So what use value do your services have? How are they going to improve their life from working with you? So it's not about the price that they pay. It's about how they're going to change their life because of working with you. The other thing I really like to tell people is it's not a cost and it's not a price. Swap those two words for the word investment. Mm. It makes a big difference in how it's received from the person that you're talking to because it's not a cost. Nobody is proud of their costs. You know, people have car payments, people have mortgages, people have whatever it is. The cost is never something that somebody's proud of and says, Hey, this cost me this much. People are proud of their investment. Mm. And why are they proud of their investments? Because investments usually provide a return. There's some kind of dividend. There's some gain that you're getting from an investment. And ultimately, when you're a health coach, when you're a personal trainer, when you're providing some kind of service that's helping someone improve their life, that improvement, that transformation that they're making, that is the dividend. That is the payback 
to the investment that they're making in themselves. So it really doesn't come down to how much does it cost? It's what is the investment that you're making in yourself? And everybody that I've worked with, that's the number one thing that they say is I hate when people ask me how much it costs and I just end up giving away my package for free. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, but none of us can work for free. We can't afford to. Not only can we not afford to, but we, we become resentful because we're, we're spending all this time and energy working with somebody and there's no return in us. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's all right. Then I keep <laughs> a call going. came through and I had to, I had to pause it. Um, so it's really, I think I was, I was at the cost and investment. I think swapping out the word cost for investment is a big time game changer because again, if you are giving away your services, then you're not benefiting in any way. It needs to be a win-win. It needs to be a mutual exchange. You have experience, you have knowledge, you have expertise, and that is worth a lot. Don't discount your services because you feel bad about charging them. You shouldn't feel bad about charging them. You're providing something for them in use value that is going to change their life. And that's a big deal. That's what you're selling them. You're selling them the transformation and it's an investment they're making in themselves. Yes. Love that. I'll share a couple different of um, my tips on that. So yeah, hundred percent. That's, that's always a topic where if you, if you're not used to it, it can get awkward around price. So we need some strategies to be comfortable there because it's the old saying, right? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to sell someone and, and you're like, Hey, you know, this is my program. You don't want to buy it. Do you like, you're not going to make any sales like that if that's your attitude, right? Or, Hey, look, here's hey. my program. Look, hey. it, it, look, it is expensive, but it's worth it. You're not going to make any sales like that. You know, it's like, right. it's that my whole philosophy is whatever I sell, I want to make sure whatever I'm charging, I give whoever's buying 10 times the amount of value back. I want it to be a steal for them. So whatever I'm charging or whatever they're investing with me, that's great. I'm going to give them 10 times that back. And let's say like, let's use now as an example, my major business at the moment is I sell, to keep it simple, a $500 program that will help personal trainers grow their, their business, their bootcamp. Right mm-hmm. now, one bootcamp client is essentially five hundred dollars for the trainer, fifty bucks a week for ten weeks. Let's say, I have no doubt in my mind if a if a personal trainer purchases my program or invests in my program for five hundred dollars, they're going to get minimum ten clients off the bat, probably twenty, but minimum ten clients for their first ten week challenge. And I have no doubt in my mind if they're a good trainer, which they will be because we cover this in the course as well, that client's going to train with them for longer. So it's going to be a lot more than 10 times return. And they don't just do this once. They can do that program every 10 weeks. So it's really, I have no doubt in my mind, if a trainer purchases my program for $500, they're going to make $100,000 back. Is that going to be easier for me to sell? If I believe that, great, yeah, give me $500, but I'm going to give you $100,000 back. And I truly believe that. How much easier is it for me to sell and how much more comfortable? It's no longer, it's not expensive, it's an absolute steal for that person, right? And let's go back to when I was selling bootcamp, like I wanted to, this is, this was how much I believed in my bootcamp. I went for, I looked at it from a retention side of things. So when it was like, when a client didn't come back, I would always ask, okay, you know, why didn't they come back? And I still remember this one situation. A client was like, Johnny, look, I like your boot camp. Um, but look, netball starting up in summer and you know, I'm going to play netball. So I can't do boot camp because training's on the same day. And I looked at it at the time like, oh, well, you know, she's got netball. There's nothing I can do, right? 
But then I was speaking to a mentor. He was like, ooh, Jono, I would look at it a bit different. It's not like she didn't come back to your boot camp because she had netball. The reason she didn't come back to your boot camp is because she values or she prefers netball over your boot camp. You didn't do a good enough job of making your boot camp such an enjoyable experience that she's willing to stop playing netball and tell a netball team, hey, girls, look, I love you. You're cool. But look, I'm doing this boot camp thing and I really, really like it. And the trainer's really cool. And the group's really cool. And it's really, really fun. And I'm feeling better and I'm fit. I say, hey, I'm going to give netball a, um, a miss for a, a year and I'm going to do this boot camp thing. Right. And then I even took it one step further. And there was someone that didn't come back to my boot camp because she had um, she got a, a job promotion interstate. And it would be very easy to think, oh, there's nothing I can do, right? She got a job promotion into state. But then I flicked the switch and I was like, no, the only reason she did that was because I didn't do a good enough job in my boot camp of making that the best possible experience in her life. If I did, she would have been like, well, hey, yeah, it's a job opportunity. That's great. But that's just money. Like I could find another job promotion anywhere, right? I'm never going to find another boot camp like Jono's anywhere in the world. So I'm going to cancel that job promotion and keep training with Jono. Once I had that belief in my program there, it was so much easier to sell because I, I just believed with all my heart, it was the best possible thing that this person could do. And I also just believe that from health and exercise in general, because I know with myself, I invest in personal training myself. I hire a personal trainer because of the benefits and not even just the weight loss benefits. I know that if I have a trainer, yeah, I'm going to be fitter and I'm going to be stronger and I'm going to be healthier but I'm also going to look better and I'm going to be less stressed and I'm going to be less anxious and I'm going to be less depressed and I'm going to be more confident and I'm going to have more energy and I'm going to slip. Like I'm just so sold on the benefits that it's an easy sell for me. Right. And once I have that belief there, the rest sort of comes in, you know, then it's easy just to transfer that passion and it becomes less about, Oh, is it going to be awkward about price? And it just becomes a lot less about that. So I agree hundred percent with that. And there was another note, I had here as well. Yes. Okay. And then the, the, um, the feeling bad and just ending up giving away your packages for free. Okay. Right. The other okay. thing with that, not only does it suck for you as cause you're not getting paid and I've been there where I've undercharged before and I felt okay. I, I hated those sessions. They were the okay. worst sessions of my life. Cause I'm like, Oh man, I've got to drive all the way and chart and train this person for 30 okay. bucks, man. This isn't okay. worth my time. Why did I do it? I'm just going to give him a half assed session. I can't wait. I'm not going to give them any more um, time. I'm going to finish a few minutes early because they're only paying me 30 bucks, right? So, you know, I'm not going to do that. That's not good for them. And then even from the client's point of view, what I've found, the more someone pays, the more they pay attention, right? So you could run a free boot camp. That's great. Go to the park and say, hey, sign up for my boot camp. You get 12 weeks for free. It's so Mm -hmm. easy. Like a cloudy day is going to ruin you. Like it's going to stop the person from coming. Oh, it's raining outside. I'm not going to go to boot camp. But if they were paying, okay, it's raining outside, but I've already paid for this boot camp. I don't want to waste my money. So I'm going to go and do it. So I look at charging as a positive side of things as well. So I I love that there. But hey, Nicole, we're we're running a bit short on time. I am curious though. So I know you do health coaching for, sorry, you do sales coaching for health Mm -hmm. coaches. How does that work? Are Are you cool to share how you, what you do. So in case any of my listeners are like, you know what? I like the sound of Nicole. She's pretty good at sounds. I wouldn't mind getting some help on her. Do you, how does that work? Run us through that. 
So I, I am um, really passionate about helping people get their sales because I know how much that is such a game changer in their business. And I offer two packages to do this for the people who are a little bit more seasoned and have had some experience selling, but really are coming up against some objections and some challenges that they're not sure how to get past. Um, I offer what I call the deconstruct reconstruct. And this is for people who have had discovery calls and they're not having success converting to clients or they're networking um, events and they're not having a success with the conversations they're having with people. So this package is an intensive and it's two hours and it's called the deconstruct reconstruct because we deconstruct what's been going on in their discovery calls and their conversations. We break it down and then we reconstruct it so that they have a way and a confidence of expressing themselves so that they convert those discovery calls to, to clients. They convert those conversations at their networking events into people that really wanna work with them. So that's my first package. And again, it's called the Deconstruct Reconstruct. It's two hours and we really just break down what you've been doing and, and come up with a better way to do it so that you're having the success that you're looking for. The second package is called From Scratch to Sales Success. And it is a 30, I'm sorry, a 90 day package. And it's one session a week where each session we go over whatever challenges you're having in selling your package. Um, we do some sales training. We really deal with, um, we go heavy into dealing with objections and how to overcome those. I know that that's one of the biggest challenges that people feel right off the bat. We do some wealth consciousness so that when you do get to that point where you're talking about the investment that people need to make to work with you, you have a complete confidence around how you're explaining to people what that looks like and what benefits they're going to get because your wealth consciousness is so strong that you understand what you're providing to them um, with the investment that they're making. And uh, it's it's really very hands-on because I do a lot of work with, like I said, once a week, we, we get together and um, we do it over Zoom. And we really just tackle the challenges that you're having that help you move forward in your business once you get past that. Wow. Love both of those. And I'm, I'm a huge fan of education in general, but especially yeah. sales training. If you're running a yeah. business, you need, well, not you, like sales is so important, right? And yeah. the reason why I'm a huge fan of investing in your sales education, it's the easiest way to make money back. Like say as a personal trainer, hey, go out and do a kettlebell course and that's great. You know, go on. I don't know what you charge, but I'm just going to throw out $1,000 as a random number, but it can work with any number. Let's say as a personal trainer, you go out, you invest $1,000 and you do a kettlebell course. That's great. I'm sure you're going to make that money back because you're going to be a better trainer. You're going to have more variety in your sessions. You're going to be able to help more people. More opportunities are going to come up. But if you also spend that $1,000 in a sales coach or some sales training, you would just make it back so much quicker because essentially you only need to make one or two more sales and you've made that back. So my philosophy, a good sales coach should not cost you money. It should make you money. And it goes back to our, you know, it, it's an investment there. So if you're listening to this, I strongly recommend investing in one of Nicole's programs. The first one sounded good. If you're already got some leads coming in, you just want to fine tune up your sales, great. Go and jump on the phone for two hours because it's just going to make you more money. And then same with the other program. If you've, you know, not very confident at sales, that sounds a lot more complete. So that would be great as well. Am I right in saying, Nicole, the best place if someone's, looking to any of these programs is to jump on your website? Mm -hmm. 
Website is um, a great place to get a you know, description of both of those that I just gave. And then uh, I'm very active on Instagram and I'm in the DMs a lot. So if they're interested in one of those two and they want to reach out to me to find out a little bit more, um, what I encourage people to do is just reach out to me and set up a discovery call. I do a free 60 minute session. Um, through that 60 minutes, we'll have a conversation, see if we'd be a good fit to work together and just kind of decide together which package might be the right one for you. So if you're not sure which one um, would be the best fit, then let's jump on a discovery call and we can have a conversation and, and see where that takes us. Love it. All right. I recommend everyone go for that because, you know, 60 minute discovery call, like worst case scenario, you learn something about sales and have a chat to totally. Nicole. Best case scenario, you do one of the programs and make thousands more dollars than what you're making now. So totally. I recommend totally. that. Can I just check healthy steps with Nicole.com? That's the website. Correct. Yep. And on Instagram, the handle is simply healthy steps with Nicole. Yep, you got it. Awesome. All right. Well, hey, Nicole, that's pretty much all we've got time for today. I'd just like to end all my podcasts off with a one last question, and that's simply, mm -hmm. is there anything you want to finish off with, or is there anything I forgot to ask you that didn't, or what would you like to finish up with? I think one of my favorite quotes about sales that's really resonated with me lately is something that can help a lot of people, because as much as we've talked about having success with sales, um, you know, one of the things that you need to remember is the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Mm. And what that really means is you, people sometimes feel like, well, I put in all this work and I'm posting every day on Instagram and I'm reaching out to all these people through the DMs and I'm going to these networking events and nobody's buying from me. Well, people aren't just going to necessarily snap their fingers and say, you're the right one. Sometimes they will, but ultimately it's about building a relationship because people need to trust you before they can buy from you. And the day you plant the seed for the apple tree is not the day you eat the apple. So the day you make that connection with that person and the day you meet them is not necessarily the day that they're going to buy from you. And a no doesn't mean no. It just means not right now. So you need to remember that the relationship building aspect, the rapport you build with that person does not happen in a second. It happens over time. And that's through how you show up and what free content you're providing just in terms of, of who you are as, as a person. And by showing up consistently and, and, you know, being authentic to who you are, that's how you're going to build that, that rapport and build that trust with that person. So just keep in mind that the day you plant the seed is not the day you eat the fruit. Love that. And I can be willing to put in the hand, uh, the sales will come. I agree hundred percent. And, and as a result of that, I, uh, I can back that up as well. Every week. I'll either get a sale come through or someone message me. Hey, John, I don't know if you remember, we spoke six months ago. We spoke a year ago. We mm -hmm. spoke 18 months ago. We spoke two mm -hmm. years ago, but Hey, now I'm finally ready to do your program. So yeah. I look at that in yeah. two different ways. Number one, yes, you got to make some short term sales up front to, to get your sure. cash come in, but it's also yeah. a long-term game as well. And if somebody totally. does say no, it's just no right now, but it's important. Yeah. We have those follow-up procedures in place because yep. if we do, they're going to come back. It's not just a matter of, okay, I've done the sales call and that person didn't sign up. So I'm never yeah. going to have contact with them again. You know, do you have them on Instagram? Do you have them on Facebook? Do you send out an email right. list? Like there's all different options there. And also just to yeah. further that as well, you still need to do the work in the start though. So it's not just like, mm -hmm. oh great, I'm just going to get a whole heap of leads and then post on Facebook and they're going to sign up a lot of the time. Right. Hey, you still need to do that discovery call that first call up front. So they might yeah. know you like you and trust you. And yeah, they might not sign up then and there, but because you had that call there, then they follow you. Then in mm -hmm. six months time, they may sign up. 
but it comes back to that first call. So I love that. Yep. But hey, yep. Nicole, I'm sure you and me could just speak about sales all day. So Forever. I, do it this year. <laughs> I know you've probably got some sales calls to make, but hey, thank you very yeah. much for your time. Awesome. Thank you so much, Donna. It was great to talk to you. If you liked the show, share it with your friends, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a five-star review. For show notes and free training on how to grow your bootcamp, visit www.fitnesseducationonline.com.au.
Are you a fitness professional looking to provide your clients with personalized meal plans? Well, check out Mealsy, the ultimate solution for creating custom meal plans in just a few simple clicks. With Mealsy, you can say goodbye to countless hours spent on meal planning. Our Australian meal planning web app is designed to save you time and effort so you can focus on what really matters, your clients and their success. Mealsy provides you with a vast library of recipes all created by nutrition professionals. From breakfast to dinner and everything in between, we've got you covered. Whether you want to create a custom meal plan tailored to your client's needs or choose from our selection of ready-made meal plans, Mealsy has the flexibility to accommodate your preferences. So why waste precious time and energy creating meal plans from scratch? Let Mealsy do the heavy lifting for you while you focus on delivering exceptional fitness services. Join the community of fitness professionals who have revolutionized their business with Mealsy. Visit our website at www.mealsy.com and sign up today. Mealsy, the smarter way to meal plan for fitness professionals.